Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. What things do, and that is what That's why I love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We can have our seats. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. How are we doing? How's your week been? Glory to Jesus. So tonight's topic, when prayer is not answered. Dear Holy Spirit, tonight I receive your help. We receive your help tonight to teach and to receive the word in the name of Jesus. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for your anointing to teach and for anointing to hear. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation so we can know you better and see you clearer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Because tonight your joy fills our hearts. Joy beyond circumstances. Joy beyond happenings around us. Your hope, your hope fortifies our hearts. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because hope does not put to shame. Because your love is shed abroad in our hearts. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. All right. When prayer is not answered. All right, so people generally ask in our generation, okay, if God is good, why is there so much suffering? All right? People want answers. Some have become agnostics or atheists, you know, in response to pain and unanswered prayers. All right? But these issues are not new. Let's go to John 9, 1 to 7. John 9, 1 to 7. John 9, 1 to 7. John 9, from 1 to 7. If you had say I'm there. John 9, from 1 to 7. Then John 5, 1 to 15. Let's, let's just rush because we have a lot, to, a lot to cover this night. Are we there? John 9, 1 to 7. If you had say I'm there. Are we there? Okay, can we go together? One to go. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And the disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Verse 3. Jesus answered, And neither this man nor his parents sinned, but the works of God should be revealed in him. All right? Verse 4. I must, I must work the work of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. 
when he has said these things, spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva, he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay, and he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam. He translated, sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. So this man was blind from birth for no cause of ease. In fact, for no cause of his parents. It's not, wasn't their sin. The parents or the child that made him, you know, that was born blind, but was born blind for no cause at all. So sometimes they're suffering the world for no direct cause of the people suffering. Yeah. For no direct cause of the people suffering. Yes, people's sin can bring, can bring them affliction. That is scriptural. Sometimes people just, I just think that they didn't, they didn't find themselves there. Glory to Jesus. All right? So it's not something new to our generation. This is how the world has been. Glory to Jesus. That's very important for us to remember. Okay, let's go to John 5. John 5, 1 to 15. If you are there, say I'm there. John 5, 1 to 15. John 5, 1 to 15. People using iPhones are there. Others are waiting. John 5, 1 to 15. Upgrade. All right? Some of your, your, your Bible app is still spinning. Upgrade. It's not, it's not your network. It's your, it's, your, it's, your, it's your Android. It's not MTN. Amen. John 5, 1 to 15. Glory to Jesus. Once we go, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And now there's in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethsaida, having five porches. In this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, and paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. Okay, for an angel went down at certain times into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, that the stirred of the water, was made well whatever disease he had. Certain man was there, who had had an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, and that he had, been, he had already been there for, that, you know, for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered, I, I have no man to put me in the pool when water is stirred up. While I'm coming, another steps down before me. Verse 8, Jesus said, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. We can stop there. All right? So this man was sick 38 years. 38 years. So, and every time we go to that pool, you know, the pool was first come, first serve. So the angel will come, stir the waters. Whoever jumped in first was healed. 38 years. Suffering is not new, all right, to our world. 38 years. One, two, three, 38 years. It was sick like that until Jesus showed up on the scene. Glory to God. All right? So suffering is not new to our world, okay? Well, we should know this, okay, that God is not the author of suffering. In James 1, 13 to 18, James 1, 13 to 18, God is not the author of suffering. God is not the one doing anybody. James 1, 13 to 18. 13 says, are we there? Let no one say when he's tempted, that I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does it tempt anyone. Okay, look at that. But this one is tempted when he's joined by his own desires, you know, and enticed. The one desire has conceived, gives it to sin, and when sin is fully grown, brings forth death. 
16. Do not be deceived, my beloved brother. Look at this. 17. Every good gift and perfect gift is from above and comes from the Father of light, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that may be a kind of first fruit of his creations. Look at that. So he's saying, when one is tempted or afflicted, it should not say it is God that is doing him. That each one is tempted by his own, you know, all sorts of stuff. He now says, don't be deceived, brethren, that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So if it is bad, God, God will not do it to you. All right? God is, God is, God is not fought for it. It's very important. Very important. We see in Acts 38, Acts 10, 38, that Bible says that our God, and just with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good. Look at that. He went about doing good and what healing all those who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So he went about doing good, healing all who were what? Oppressed. So the, the oppressor is the devil. The oppressor is the devil. Glory to Jesus. But you know in scripture, that when, that when Satan is fully bound, okay, that nothing shall hurt or destroy. In Isaiah level 9, Isaiah level 9, Isaiah level 9, says, In all my holy mountains, nothing shall hurt or destroy. Why? Because God's not to cover the earth as water covers the sea. So, you know, a time will come when the devil will be bound, bound forever. And when he's bound, evil will cease. Glory to Jesus. When he's bound, evil will cease. Okay, so the devil is the source of evil. Glory to Jesus. So, people ask if God is good, why is there so much pain? Why did he allow Leah Shoaib to be kidnapped? Why has God not sent his angels to deliver her? There are many wives in our, in our, in our days today. Many wives. Many wives. Why did my loved one die? Even though he or she feared God and was a good Christian. We prayed. Why did he or she die? All right? You must remember clearly that, you know, remember how sin, how sin came to the world. Genesis 2, Genesis 3. That before sin came to the world, the world was perfect. The world was good. Everything worked. All right? Nothing was hurting in that, in, that, in, that, in that area. Nothing hurt, nothing pained. Everything worked until sin came, and by contact of sin, death. So, when man sinned, God told man that the day shall eat of, the, of this tree, you shall surely die. Okay? And that death there is not necessarily physical death. It's first a, a, spiritual, a spiritual death. A change of nature. A change of, of spiritual nature that will affect your physical realities. Glory to Jesus. So the death there was first a change of nature, or a change of spiritual nature that would affect physical realities. So the spiritual death also triggered the man physical death, triggered the man sicknesses, triggered the man afflictions. So no, 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 man died, right? But not only did man die, the earth also fell. So the earth fell with man. So earth, you know, God told man that, you know, from sweat you eat of the ground. That even the earth won't enter trouble, okay? So man fell, the earth also fell. So we're in a falling world system. It's why the earthquakes, you know, the pandemics and all that kind of stuff, we're in a falling world system. Glory to Jesus. All right? You must remember that, you know, before all this, the world was perfect, everything was good. Let's go to Luke 4, 5 to 8. 
Luke 4, 5 to 8. The moment man sinned, okay, man gets Satan legal, legal lease on the earth. Legal lease, okay? So Satan now had a right on the earth. When man needed to Satan and obeyed him, you know, Bible says you are slaves to whom you obey. So when man sinned and fell, man submitted dominion of the head to the devil. Luke 4, 5 to 8. Luke 4, 5 to 8. If I dare say I'm there. Okay, I'm looking for it here myself. Uh, Luke 4, 5 to 8. Okay, I found it. Okay, let's go together. Once we go, then the devil taking him up on the high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in the moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, all will be yours. Verse 8, Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, Shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. So the devil told Jesus, If you worship me, I will give you the earth. I will give you authority over stuff. Jesus did not say you are lying. He said, For all this has been given to me. Jesus did not say it's not for you. So, Satan has a legal, a, a legal, you know, right. Even though it's not, it's not a moral right, it's a legal right to be here. And it reasonably he runs the world systems. He has his hands over him in, in, in many stuff. He has his hands in, every, in different spheres, different areas of influence. He has his hands everywhere. He has hands in the media, in entertainment, in families. He has hands everywhere. Okay? So propagate his own ideologies, his own agenda to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So as long as there is man on the earth that, that, that is not a believer, okay, the devil has a legal lease. Glory to Jesus. So, and when the devil has legal lease, you will see, you know, him doing his thing. What does he do? He steals, he kills, and destroys. In fact, it goes further than that. It, 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 now, it begins to set up systems to automate the stealing, clean, and destruction. So he has even done systems now. Beyond just, even, beyond just money, money so just happening triggered like that. He has put in place systems and structures to constantly produce stealing, killing, destruction. So you're, you're, you're not just merely up against you know, an entity or entities. You're up against structures he has put in place. Yeah, up against structures. So it's why, as we are dealing with him spiritually, we should also get involved physically to also bring down those structures. Do you understand? So there's a part of prayer, there's a part of getting involved. So if all we do is pray for politics, but don't get involved, mm, as they put in place systems and structures to, you know, to automate stealing, killing, and destruction. Glory to Jesus. All right? right because in 7 Corinthians 4, 4, he calls Satan the God of this world, God of this age. Not by moral rights, but because he has his children here. Amen? Where, where the unsaved is, okay? The devil has, he has a legal right. Glory to Jesus. But that's not all, okay? Thank God for believer in Christ. That we are also principalities and powers. In fact, we, we are far above him. So we can effect change 
we'll find ourselves. I will see in, um, you know, that part we have read some times ago, that when a strong man keeps his goods, okay, his goods are in peace until a stronger than he shows up. So, you know, when we show up, and we first our rights, we are the gods in that terrain. Do you understand? Bible says you are gods. So when we show up and enforce our authority, we, we reign as gods in those spheres. But when we don't, okay, Satan has a free, has a free reign. Many times we read in the scriptures, when the Bible talks as though, Bible talks as though God did what is bad. Okay, as though God killed everybody. As though God did that and God did that. But many times, okay, it's, it's written, you know, it's, it's written, you know, to say as though God did what he prophesied, what, you know, he did not stop, what he could not stop. Amen. So the old prophets many times wrote as though God did it. But God did not do it. Till now when, when things happen, people still say, God took, God took him. God took her. When that is not God. Everyone was sick and died. Ah, I know the I know it's, it's relieving. I know to say God took a person. It gives some form of closure. Yes, it's relieving. So I understand where it comes from. But from scripture, we cannot, we cannot book it back it up with scripture. We cannot. So I understand the need to. As an emoji too, is a very easy conclusion. It gives you, it gives you, it gives us, you know, some some level of easy way out. Yeah. So, I understand the conclusion, okay. But if you are going by scripture, we cannot say that God took someone that was sick and took in the person away. No. We know God's will is healing. That's clear in scripture. God's will is healing. It's clear in scripture that the dead is raised. Is God's will in scripture? It's clear in scripture. All right? And if we, if we let our experiences determine for us our expectations, we don't grow. We don't get better. If we keep saying God took, God took, God took, why is the chance to say, God, why did this happen? Can, can we, between me and you, Lord, what could I have done better? How do we learn from this? If I just say God took, that's the end. I've closed it. I don't get to learn. All right? So even though it's a convenient conclusion, but it doesn't help us to grow. It means also someone else can die again. And we'll say God took. And the devil keeps taking, keeps sending people to early grace, and we keep saying God did it. Again, I don't blame anyone for saying that. We, we know differently, we've learned differently, okay? And, and in grief, we can come up with different conclusions, okay? That for me, there is no judgment, no blame, nothing. Just us trying to learn here and grow, all right? There's also no security. I have knowledge, none of that, okay? Just me sharing with us to help us learn and to get better. John 10.10 10 says, you know, and Satan came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his JD, the thief. The thief, he comes to what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. But, Bible says, but I have come. That's not the end of it all. It ends by saying, I have come that you may have life, and life more abundantly. Christ talked about doing good. You know, we're oppressed by the devil. So the devil is the oppressor. Must also know also that God's sovereignty is, is, is overestimated. God's sovereignty is overestimated. Sovereign God. He is sovereign, right? But it's not, it's, it's not as though he's controlling everything. 
is not the one making all things happen. Nope. Nope. Not everything is Amu alone. It's not everything that God, that we see, that God made happen. God's sovereignty is overestimated. And if we don't get this part right, we'll make many mistakes. So we'll see the devil at work like this and say God is doing it. So that, that the, that the again shared his testimony about, it's not, not a testimony, it's story about how you know, they're, in a, they're in a program, one man, came, one, man came to give, one man came to give testimony, a top, top preacher, top preacher, top, top preacher, and say, you know, they built a, a tent and all that, they've done children's church, they've done everything. I think fire came and burnt it all down, and I said, I don't know, don't know if it's God or Satan that did it. How does God burn his own church down? <laughs> Do you know that Christ was in a ship, in a ship, and there was a storm that had drowned the ship. So, did God stir up a, a storm to drown God in the flesh? Um, these guys, what do they call them? Insurance people say it's act of God. Really? Jesus was in a ship. It was going to drown. Was that God at work? Nope. That was not God. But what did God in Christ do? What did Jesus do? He rebuked the storm. Instead of saying, God, why did you bring it? That was that, you know, he rebuked the storm. If it was God that did it, he would not rebuke it. God can rebuke what God is going. Do you understand? He rebuked it. Sometimes you are wondering, why did God, why did God, why did, why did, why did God, why did God, is time, is time wasted? It's time wasted. Rebuke stuff. Rebuke it. Take charge. Take authority of our stuff. If you think God is doing it, then why are you praying about it? You can't pray about it. Glory to Jesus. Is I also pray. Okay? Because God is not, is not necessarily involved in everything. Is I will pray. Is I will pray. Is I will pray. To bring all into situations that will be done on earth as what as it is done in heaven is why we pray. Someone said, It's as though God would do nothing except man prays. You know why? The earth is man's domain. Psalm 1, 5 or 16. Psalm 1, 5 or 16. The heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth is given to children of men. So the earth is for man to control. So man decides the happens on the earth, not God. What should man do? Okay? Seek God's will for the earth, execute it. Pray and get God's power to flow on, flow on the earth, okay? But man, man directly decides what happens on the earth. So why is there suffering and pain? Why is there terrorism? Is the actions of man against man led by the devil? It's man's actions and inactions. If you go out now and steal, will you say God, God made you steal? Uh-huh. Yeah. Free will and its consequences. Man's actions and inactions on other men and the environment. We will see many men what to say today. But for we were in Christ, our safety is in Christ. 
There may be pain out there in the world, okay? Suffering, right? But we don't have to live in suffering head all through our lives. We don't have to go about hopeless and defeated. Ah, devil shall. No, we don't have to live, that, live like that. Okay? Our safety is in Christ. says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And we were not righteous. We run into it and we are safe. Luke 10, 17 to 19. Luke 10, 17 to 19. Luke 10, 17 to 19. What opened that part? Matthew 21 says, you know, you know, there might be plagues everywhere, but it's not come near us. That's God's word for us. That plagues might be here and there. People might fall in thousands on the left and on the right, but it's not come near us. So the God promises us safety in Christ. There's safety in Christ. Luke 10, 17 to 19. Luke 10, 17 to 19. Once we go, then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Look at that. 18. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. <laughs> 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Glory to Jesus. So there might be pain in the world, but there's victory in Christ. Yeah. So there might be what? Pain, sickness in the world. There's healing in Christ. There's life in Christ. So, ask is to understand, you know, the operational mode of these promises. It's one thing to know the promise. Another thing to know how to operate it. Many times we get stuck at just, at just knowing the promises. We don't know how it bets. Glory to Jesus. Do you know that God promised all Israel the same prosperity. But they're not all, not, all, not all prosperous. They had poor people in the land. The same promises, not everybody benefited from it. So we must also know how to operate God's promises. Yes, bless Christ, bless Christ, bless him. Yes, we're not, we get that in Psalms 1 3. In Christ, we have all the blessings. There's, there's a way to operate those things and see the effects in your daily life. So I pray so that we should grow relational knowledge, that we will know and be aware of the power at work in us. All right, we are also sent not only to not to not to not you know let devil over us, but also go about and free people from devil's works. Mark 16, 15 to 19 is there. You should go about heal the sick. Also in Luke 10, Luke 10 to 9, Matthew 10, go about. Heal the sick, raise the dead, and all that kind of stuff. So we are sent not, not, not just to, not just to, you know, to make them in our personal life, but also to ensure that, you know, that we as God's children, we set people free from his works also everywhere we go and find ourselves. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So people now say, you know, but I've been praying. Why is it not happening? I've been praying. I've been praying. Why is it not happening? You no, know, I've prayed. I've fasted. I've done all sorts. Why is it not happening? That's a good question. All right? Also understand that prayer and fasting should have one end point, fit. Prayer, fasting should have one end point, fit. You know why? Because before God, the job is done. So you're not begging God, God, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. You are just praying, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Sincerely. Sincerely, when you, God, please heal me. Heal me now. Heal me now. Before God, really, that prayer point is not, it's not I should pray about that situation. So if you like fast 30 days, 
Yeah. Sometimes, eh, let me tell you, sometimes we, are, we, we get those miracles not because of how we prayed. We get it, you no. Know, we just get it. That is not where we pray that made that thing happen. That where we pray, though, that should not work. It should not. Now, you know why? When I pray this time, it worked. Why didn't I pray it work? That one, it worked. It's not because of where you prayed that made it work. You know why? Check through scripture, okay? Just never pray to God and said, God, heal this person. Remember? And he's teaching us to pray too. He didn't tell us when you get there, pray to me to heal the person. He said, You cast out devils. You heal the sick. You raise the dead. So it's not a God please walk. It's a you standing on what's already done and speaking out in authority. So it's why prayer and fasting should lead to faith. So even you do is pray and fast without proper study of the word. When I just prayed and fasted in vain. Proper hunger strike. Proper one. You know, prayer and fasting can, can, can make raw power available. But when, when it comes to the results, the real result that you want to see, nothing. All right? Mark 9, 40, 29. We'll take that down for time's sake. Mark 9, 40, 29. The same, the, same, um, the same conversation, Matthew 17, 14, 21. Matthew 17, 14, 21. Let's, let's open that. Matthew 17, 14 to 21. Matthew 17, 14 to 21. Are we there? Matthew 17, 14 to 21. So, as you become more and more a man of prayer, also become a man of the word. All right? Let God's word richly dwell in you. In John 15, Christ said, If you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you'll bear much fruit. It is if you, if you pray for it. Yes, you can pray all day is good. But if my, if my word abides in you and you abide in my word, then you'll be. So as you are praying, be eating the Bible. You must go together. All right? Matthew 17, verse 14. Let's go together. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, who is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire, not into the water, so to your disciples, but they could not kill him. 17. Jesus answered and said, O faithless and poor generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Verse 18. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and he came out of him, and the child was killed from that very hour. The disciples came to us privately and said, why could we not cast it out? 20. Just said to them, because of your unbelief. For shortly I say to you, if you ask as a mustard seed, and say to this mountain, move from here to there, and to move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, shall kind of not go up except by prayer and fasting. See, see. Christ did not go back and fast, then, then come back. He didn't go back and pray, and then come back. Because the prayer. You know, and when you read, when you read NIV, you know, use that fasting there, okay? Because in the, in the real manuscript, okay, it's prayer that is not fasting. Of course, you can fast, okay? I'm not against fasting, okay? But the cocoa of the, of the fasting that you prayed and you studied, do you understand? It's not, it's not, it's not about the hunger strike. I don't, I don't believe the hunger strike makes you, makes you hear God more. I don't think so, okay? It means you just set from things that distract you, food, TV, you know, whatever distracts you, and just spend time with God 
in prayer and in study. All right? So I don't think, I really don't think, that it's empty stomach that makes you stronger in spirit. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I really don't think so. People say, but I don't think so. I don't see the scripture also. I don't see the scripture that says that when you're hungry, your body is, mm-mm. I've not seen it, Sha. I've not seen it, all right? So, now, so the prayer is not about, is not, is to, to get you in a place of bold faith. The prayer and the fasting, the end point is faith. It's faith that stands the test of time. Not shaky faith. It's strong faith. Not faith that prays now and says it did not work or did not do it. You, 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 that, that's not faith. It's strong, steady, consistent faith. If you are still crying about it, it's not faith. Is it crying? God, why now? You're not, you're not in faith. You are never in faith. Pastor, I prayed, you are never in faith. It was very babyish, you know, wavy faith, unstable faith. If I spend time with God in prayer and in study, I should come out with a rock-solid faith. Those who now have doubtful thoughts, they will come, that will stand strong. Yeah. You always have doubtful thoughts. It's devil's job to give you doubtful thoughts. And the guy, he, he works hard. He's good at his job. That guy is good at his job. Are you good at your own job? So his own job is to give you doubtful thoughts. Yours is to stand strong. As I always say, if you both do your jobs, everything will be fine. If you both do your jobs, everything will be fine. So the end point of prayer is that you stand strong in faith. That even mustard seed faith, if planted, I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't pluck it out, it will yield. What people do? They plant their faith, they uproot it. You mount the move, next thing, it's not moving safe. They've plucked the faith. What should you do? Plant it, water it. It is working. I will see results. It's producing. My body is healed. I believe I receive. I am healed of God. What are you doing? You planted, you are. What do people do? As they plant, they check. Ah, it's still there, shall or put it back. It's not work. People, people do that all day. Pastor, but you prayed for me. It did not work. Mine is to pray for you in faith. If you don't agree with me, it's not, it does not, it's not going to work. It's my fault. So these days, before, I used to bother a lot about, I used to bother a lot about people. This I don't bother again. When I pray for you, like, don't let it work. I cannot, do you understand? I've taught enough. I've taught enough. Okay? I've, t- <laughs> I've taught. So I feel very bad about it. I feel very bad. I feel very bad. Let's carry it on my head. I carry it on. But these days, I learned that, Omo, I can only do what I can do. I can only do what I can do. I mean, I can't do your own job for you. When I pray, I agree with me. Don't go and now put it at my back. What should I do? I might be crying for No, no, it doesn't work that way. It's also why, see, you are in the best place to get things done from, to us for yourself. And the best place to receive from God for yourself. And the best place. This thing about putting your hope in the man of God is futile. Because when you finish play, praying the prayer, if you are put it, it's done. It's, it, has, it has wasted. So you, why not you also plant, plant it? Plant it now. Don't be like that guy that was waiting, waiting at, at, the, at the pool of Siloam 38 years, waiting for, waiting for when he will jump in. So what some people do. They wait for the demon of God, the man of God to feed the anointing and heal them. They keep waiting. That one day, they are not so strong in the church and we get healed. It might happen. It might not happen. 
You know that guy at the, at the, at, at the beautiful gates, at the temple? Christ passed that place. Christ passed there. He was there, he was there every day. Meaning that Christ also saw him there. Christ not in him. Wow. Christ not you, that guy. That's this place in John, in John 9 also. I'm sure there were other sick people there. Other sick people, sick people there. So it is risky to base your faith on that one day. The emoji will pray and it will happen. Risky, 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 risky. People die that way. So the best thing to do is develop your own faith for yourself. Plant it, water it. Don't go and remove it. Glory to Jesus. So most times, the answer to our issues is growth and evaluation knowledge. Growth. Growing in understanding how faith produces. It's why you don't wait until, until you have a, a real issue before you grow your faith for healing. Amen. You don't wait until you have a crisis. By then, it's usually a little too difficult to stay up. Because then people begin to contend with the real, real pains, the real one. Do you understand? So you should be growing your faith in these things consistently. Consistently. Don't wait until any crisis. People speak anyhow. When you now get sick, they tell me to learn how to speak well. Now, what you've, what you've been for 38 years, of you know, 70 years or 60 years, it is now very difficult to change it in, at the last minute. All your life, when you have pain, you say, hey, my head is paining me. You're not going to change it in a real pain that is not painful. It's not difficult. When any nothing, my head is banging. My head is banging. All right? Now that you are now, you've done that for a few years, you've gotten used to it. You now have a proper real pain. It's very hard to now say, my sister, I'm healed. Because you are used to saying how you feel. It's why this faith thing, because God's word is true, we have to learn how it works. People do this faith as though it is, it's my work, my not work. That's why it's not working. Yeah. We take God's word as though God's word might work or might not work. See these guys, when you prepare for the guy and it not work, and Christ came and it worked, they did not, they didn't just let it slide. They wanted to ask him, why couldn't we do it? Because, you know why? They believe this word. That he said we can, he said we can do it. It means we can do it. So if it not work, something was wrong. They didn't just say, I'm more alone. So remember to ask for the house. What did we do wrong here? Do you do that also? Or do you just when it happen in your life? Just let it go. How comes to my healed to my not healed? They are in the same meeting, same service. Pam, 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 healing, healing, healing. So it's not healed. See, when one person is healed, you cannot, you cannot blame the man of God. If one toilet is healed, you cannot blame him. You cannot, you get my point here. One was healed, you cannot. So you have to ask the men of them, what happened to you people? And people say, God, is not fair to him. One person, sir, got in Nigeria today miraculously. I mean, let's go ask God questions. What happened to us? So not just saying that it does not work. If one person can do it, then it means that if you're not doing it, you're asking questions. And that's how we grow. It's how we grow. All right? So we must take God at his word. We should not call God down to our own experiences. 
God said it so, then I must begin to match up to it that God, you said so. I believe you. I believe you over my experiences. Okay? I believe you over my experiences, over my life, over, over, over what I've seen. I believe you over what my eyes can see. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I will end this evening. So, don't see, see, believe God's word. Don't let the exceptions become your expectations. Don't let your exceptions become your expectations. Don't let your exceptions become your expectation. One more time. Don't let the exceptions become your expectation. I've been there. I've been there. I, pray with, I was praying for the sick, getting many, getting many testimonies. Someone I come to pray for our, our loved one in the hospital. The person, person died the next two days. I was, I was badly eat. It hurt me. I left my house to the hospital. I didn't even do for the phone prayer. I went there. The person died. It eats me a bit. It eats me a bit. But I've learned. I've learned. I won't, I won't eat everybody. It's the truth. I can't eat. Even Christ not eat everybody. I won't eat everybody. Some people want to die. I cannot help them. And that's the truth. You cannot help them. You cannot help them. If someone wants to go, you really cannot do anything. Can I take you and say, we'll, we'll try to talk them into wanting to be alive. I said, we have to convince them, stay small now. Stay and go properly. So I learned to not let those things to eat me too hard again. It's still painful, right? But, yeah. There are people also that, you know, people say they came to hear and be healed. Some cannot be healed, they don't hear. Do you get they don't hear the word. If I pray and drop, okay? Some will not be healed until they hear. Some people are so far gone, they cannot hear again. Yeah. Not everyone ready to receive healing. Some then need Panadol, give it to them. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Some of them pay for their surgery. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I feel bad before when I see churches raise money for raise money for surgery. That why I didn't go, I didn't go, just do it. I have better understanding. <laughs> yeah, growth, growth will teach you many things. Some people pay for their surgery and bless the surgery. Bless the surgery. And I think she had an, she had an experience of his wife. She, you know, then she, 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 I feel had not grown. So she was taking days and did the surgery. In fact, there was a time when it was somewhere else in another, another state ministry. And God just told me by spirit that he should, he should go home immediately. He should just, I can't remember what happened. He had to just leave the place and go. Now, if they're not taking the wife to the hospital that day, they should have died. The doctor was like, if she, if she didn't come here today, I'd have gone. Because I feel that no hair grown. All right? So, she had a serious issue, and they had to do a surgery. Because she did not have faith for supernatural, but she had faith, that, she had faith for surgery. Now, we can pray for the surgery, surgery will be successful. And to be smooth. What did they do? I agree with time in faith that this surgery will be, will be so smooth that doctors will say what is smooth. They will, they will praise how smooth it was. And so it was. It was so smooth. Doctors were like, this was so smooth, unusually smooth. So you work with people at the level of their faith. Yeah. Work with people at the level of their faith. If you don't learn this, many things will hurt you. You will cry too many unnecessary tears. Too many unnecessary heartbreaks. Too many. 
Too many. And if you're a ministry, you have to learn it fast. Learn it fast. Learn it fast. Also, not every healing happens instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah. The blind guy, Christ paid for him twice. Jesus paid for him twice for his eyes opened. You know what people do? When we pray once to give up, it did not work. Amen. You know, I learned from watching Randy Clark, Randy Clark and Co. That sometimes they pray for somebody for hours. You just keep going. Wow. They pray for the same person for hours. For hours. And sometimes it doesn't happen in church. They, they, they finish praying for four hours, three hours. And it looks like he's not well. And they just say, okay, just go home. Let's just believe God. A person gets healed at night, some days later. Also, no. Why is it so? We don't know everything, okay? We don't know why, but it's something, something like that. People were someone in church that person was having eye issues, and it looked like nothing happened in church. But two days later, eyes began to see clearer. Why? I don't, I don't know the science behind it. But if we now approach the word at that point, we've killed it. Do you understand? If we now say it did not work, we've operated it. What you do? Keep saying it. I believe I received my healing. I believe I received my healing. You know, I've done, I've done, I've, I've done this. I've used this to get healing myself. This, I believe I received my healing. Feeling so down, and I just prayed, Lord Jesus, thank you, because healing is your children's bread. So therefore, body be healed. Can you call, can you call, can you call? Afterwards, I believe I received my healing. When I feel the symptoms, I believe I received my healing. And it happens. I believe I receive my I believe I receive. I believe I receive. Not, it did not work. You need to learn this thing. It's not annoying. People just hear a message in church. They don't go back and feed on it. They don't learn it. So, same people, same people, few months time, my head is banging. It did not work. I see too often, it's tiring. No, I don't quite them. It says, ever hear, you never come, never come to the knowledge of truth. They keep on hearing this thing, but it's not anything in their head. What's wrong with you? That's the point. That for how long will you keep talking the same way over your issues? For how long? When will you grow this growth? When will you believe God's word and start working it? That's my negative question. When will you wash it? When will you brush it very well with God's word? When? When? All right? You must know this that. God is not your problem. Satan is. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18 says, Haven't done all to stand. Then stand. Let's go to Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6, 10. Ephesians 6, 10. If you just say I'm there. Ephesians 6, 10. Let me try it. Okay. Okay, are we there? Verse 10, verse 10. Look at this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. It didn't say be strong in yourself. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the power of his mind. Hang yourself upon God. Hang yourself on his word and his power. It's not mental strength. It is hanging yourself on God's word and his power. It says, put on your own armor of God 
Let me what? Be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12. For not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, not of, of this darkness of this age, a spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, you know, stand therefore. Look at that. So it says, evil days usually come around. They flash you. They attempt to come near you. You get? They attempt, they attempt stuff. He tries to flash stuff on you. Yes, he will stand strong in faith and in words. Yes, you can keep him far. You can keep him far, very far from you. You can have your own spare of everything works around me. Yeah, you can. But if you drop the ball in that, okay, he can get close and touch you. Amen? So what will you do? How will you keep him far? If you drop the ball and just touches you a bit, what will you do about it? When with your own foolishness, you bring to bring you know, what will you do about it? When you don't eat, you know, what will you do about it? When you don't sleep well and you wake up with running nose and fever, what will you do about it? Sometimes people help the devil to, bring, to make themselves sick. They help the devil to fall sick. They help him by what they do. Sleep, they will not sleep. Netflix at, net, net at 2 a.m., Netflix 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Not sleep at 4, wake up at 7. You are doing yourself. All right? Yeah. Some people will not eat. I'm working. Okay. Continue. I'm too busy working to eat. Koshe, Koriri. All right? Well done, sir. Right? So what will you do? What will you do? He says, I've not done all to stand. Then stand. Take a stance. Dig your heels in. I will not give up. I will not quit. Dig your heels in. I will not give up. I will not quit. I won't give up. I will not quit. I will not die this way. I won't give up. I will not quit. Yeah? Yeah. I won't live all my life on ulcer medication. No, no, no. I won't give up. I won't quit. I'll not become, doc- I'll not become a pharmacist customer. When they see me, just pack out the drug and I give you the drug. They know where you came to buy. Just come pack it. Ah, you have come. Pack your drug and give it to you. No, no, no. I won't give up. I won't quit. I won't live like this. I won't live on medication. Uh, my bag will open my school bag, you know. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Make a choice. I won't die like this. I won't live like this forever. I won't give up. I will not quit. I won't give up. I will not quit. I won't die poor. Ah! I won't give up. I will not quit. Dig your heels in. See, again, the best person to do this for you is you. Do you understand? The best person to do this for you is you, not any emoji. People get healed in a program on Thursday, and my money they're sick again. Yes, that was a lot. When you went to the revival meeting, you got healed. Or more people get sick again on Monday. Because you have to learn how to stay healed. Confessions, words. When they bring you symptoms, you know what to do. Hey, it has come again. Of course, it has come. It has come. Once you said like this agreement, it actually comes again. So the best thing to do it for you is you. So dig your heels in. Dig your heels in. Stand. Stand. Glory to Jesus. God allows what you allow. God allows what you allow. Matthew 16, 17 to 19. Matthew 16, 17 to 19. Matthew 16, 17 to 19. Are we learning this evening? Are we learning this evening? Are we learning? 
Matthew 16, 17 to 19. If you are there, say I'm there. All right, are we there? Who else? Matthew 16, let's go together. Once we go, just answer and say to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjuna, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Verse 18, and I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell not fully against it. 19, look at this. And I give you keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, it will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. So you start the loosening and the binding. It's your job. Is what you lose and bind on earth that heaven has to back up. So it's not God that did not bind, that did not lose. It is man that did not bind and did not lose. So we say, God, why don't you allow? God is like, why don't you bind it? Why don't you resist it? So it's not, it's, not, it's not about why didn't God do? It's why didn't you do? It's what you bind that is bound. What you lose that is loose. You. You. And it's about your own life. It's you. Not your pastor or your, or your husband or your wife. It is you. It is you. It is you. What happens in your life is up to you. The things in your life, they are up to you. They are up to you. We have the same Bible. They are up to you. Your life is your destiny, is in your control. What you bind is bound. Glory to Jesus. I pray for someone, pray for someone recently. This man said, eh, it, it's not happening. Eh, like, I told you what God told me to tell you. What you do after it is your business. Sincerely, okay? I told you what God told me to tell you. What you do with it is your business. I can't, I can't do more than that. I can't do more than that. I can't do more than that. But then came later, I got, of, eh, you've learned your lesson. Okay, it, it, it worked. But I told you what God told me. That's what I can do. <laughs> so I got giving some phone calls. The big problem. I have just one word for the person. I've, I'm done trying to be. <laughs> you know, I don't do it dramatic anymore. Someone gave me a very serious problem. So and I told the person. I just said the way God said it. The way he said it, I said it. What now? After that, what? Really, it's not up to me again. I've done my part. Your life is in your hands. In your hands, amen. It's in your hands. What Pastor does is just agree with you in faith, speak all over you. What you do with the word really is up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. Matthew 18 18 to 20. Matthew 18 18 to 20. Matthew 18 18 to 20. Why am I saying this? In opening a pastor, you use the test of faith. Because you go beyond using your faith for yourself, using your faith for everybody. That's just, you have to learn not to kill yourself. Before it was just using your faith for you. Now, <laughs> you have to learn, okay, it's where to draw the line. What is my job? What is their job? Do you understand? What is my job? What is their job? If I do your job for you, I will keep it of us. Yeah, so pastor, do your job. Member, do your job. Husband, do your job. Wife, do your job. Husband, daddy, do your job. Kids, do your job. All right? Do your job. Some people might want to pray for them. When they leave, when they leave your site outside, confessions have changed. When they just leave your site like this and just go next place like this. Ah, what you call? They just, they just left you now, now, now. 
You just finish praying, fire, fire, prayer. You pray, you were sweating. <laughs> this just goes and just uprooting straight. Quick uprooting. You love what you say. Yeah. Yeah. You love what you say. You love what you say. Your words have more power value than any, any person's words. Your words. Your words. Your words. Your words. Your words. Your words. James said, if a man does not fail in words, the perfect man, able to keep his whole body in control. Your words. So obey that nudge that tells you what, what you just said now is nonsense. Mass summer. And then I say things like, boss my brain. My spirit just tells me to lie any. <laughs> shut up. That's not you. That's not cool. Yes. I have that inner, inner shut up. All right? Matthew 18, 18 to 20. People say, you is too much. You are, I'm living well, Sha. I'm healthy. Mm, working for me. I will teach you. If you like to do it, do it. Like, don't do it. When you can look, you know, we meet at, at the foot of Jesus. All right? Okay. And the couple will not say, he will not say, I'm proud of you. He says, pride of the devil. He doesn't say it. He says, I'm pleased with you. I learned it too. I don't say, I'm proud of you. I say, no. I'm pleased with you. Honest, too much, Abi. Ah. I said, take my, do you want them to do my own Abi? We'll see how we both turn out. Yeah. 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 Faith people have a way we talk. We must learn it. There's a way faith speaks that we must learn. That we must learn. All right, let's end it here. Matthew 18, 18 to 20. Want to go? Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Haya, whatever you lose on earth will be losing in heaven. See, Matthew wrote it twice to show how deep it is. Matthew wrote this same thing twice. That see, I say to you, assuredly, assuredly, that you do the binding and the casting, heaven backs you up. So, whatever happens to you, it's not. Everything that allowed it is you that allowed it. So that your destiny is in your hands. God will not fail. Man can fail. Will you fail? Will you fail? Will you dig your heels in? Or when this comes to your life, just quickly, you know, any spot just shakes you. James said, <laughs> let no such man think you will get anything from God. Even there's unstable. He says, stable in all his ways. And I will not get anything from God. <laughs> Verse 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth, something that they ask, we don't for them, my Father in heaven. He says, if you agree on anything on earth, it is done. So when you pray, believe it is done and thank God for it. Father, I thank God it is done. So I believe I receive, I will see it. I will see it. I will see it. For where two or three gather together my name, I am there in the midst of them. Glory to Jesus. So, change how you pray. Change how you pray. Bind. Lose. It's in your hands, not in God's hands anymore. God has put it in your hands. And when you do, heaven's power backs it up. But you must initiate the binding and they lose it. Glory to Jesus.
Abide in the word. Learn how the early church prayed. Learn how Jesus prayed. All right? They didn't tell, they didn't tell God about things. They told things about God. Yeah. They told the stuff. They, told, they spoke to mountains. Yeah. They didn't tell God, wow, this is so hard to, you know, God told me this morning. He says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Okay? Any heavy yoke on you is not from me. Reject it. Uh, when it comes to difficult, it's not me that did it to you. Deal with it. Do you understand? Don't now, don't now take it as part of, part of what God gave you. No. You deal with it. The yoke I gave you is easy. My body, like, so any other one that is in your, is in your body, refuse it. Deal with it. Don't, don't, don't make it normal. Don't accommodate it. Deal with it. Can we rise? Can we rise? Can we rise? Can we rise this evening? I will give you the praise. We are well instructed. We get better. We dig our heels in. We don't give up. We don't quit. We grow an understanding of God's word. Just need to pray in the Holy Ghost. This word grows in me. This word grows in me. This word grows in me. I get stronger. <laughs> hey! I don't give up. I don't quit. I don't give up. I don't quit. I'm strong in faith. I'm well built up. I'm strengthened in might. I'm strengthened in might by a spirit, my inner man. I'm strengthened. I don't give up. I don't quit. I don't give up. I don't quit. My eyes will see myself to prayers. Yes, I will stand strong, giving glory to God. I stand strong, giving glory to God. I don't give up. I don't quit. Ah, we pray this evening. Maneko Sinamatia. I'm built up in faith. I am strengthened with might by a spirit in my inner man. I am strengthened with might by a spirit in my inner man. I dig my heels in because I'm strengthened. I have the strength in Christ to dig my heels in. Okay? So I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And I put on the whole of When I stand strong in every day, I stand strong. I stand strong. I don't give up. I don't quit. So tonight we are strengthened. Tonight, Every weakness, every weakness gives way. Every weakness gives way. Every fatigue spirit gives way. Gives way. Every weakness gives way. Every fatigue in, in, in the mind, fatigue in the spirit, gives way. Tonight we are strengthened in faith. Giving glory to God. We are strengthened in faith. Giving glory to God. We are strengthened in faith. Giving glory to God. We are strengthened in faith. Giving glory to God. We are strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. For that one that is sick in the body, God says to you, remember, I am the Lord your healer. I am the Lord your healer. I sent my word and healed you for diseases. I am the Lord your healer. And when Christ came, Christ took upon his body. Our sin and sickness is okay. And by his stripes we are made old. Right? So right now, take hold of the healing. Take hold of the healing. Take hold of the healing. Is the Lord your healer. And he healed you on the cross. So take hold of your healing. Hallelujah, Jesus. So you are strengthened. Every feeble knee receives strength. Every, every feeble knee receives strength. Every feeble knee receives strength. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Because this as the church, we get stronger. Oh, we are stronger. We are, things work here. Things work here. We are stronger. Stronger in faith. Stronger in power and the flow of the Spirit. Stronger and stronger, stronger in prayer, stronger in resource, stronger in soul winning. Oh, glory to God! Stronger in growth in the name of Jesus, stronger in resources. 
We are fully funded. Our needs are met. Our bills are paid. Our debts are paid. Glory to you. Everything is paid for. Everything is fully paid for. All our needs are fully met. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, name me have prayed. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for more info. God bless you.